Welcome to This Love Works, the podcast that is raising the bar for exceptional relationships. Join psychotherapist Marianne Marlowe as she talks with couples who've mastered the art of healthy, passionate relationships. They explore what makes their real love work and dig into topics featuring cutting-edge research and relationship science. Let's listen in. This is Marianne Marlowe of This Love Works. Welcome to my podcast. I want to talk today a little bit about why does my partner only pay attention when I am ready to leave? I threaten to leave and then I start to, um, then they finally listen to me. Uh, They're emotionally available. And then maybe over the next couple of weeks, uh, they stop being that interested and we are back to the same pattern. So what's actually happening when I say that I'm going to leave in my relationship? Sometimes we need to talk about neuroscience. This is one of those times. I think it's very important to remember that brain science tells us that when we threaten anything like leaving, often our partner will pay attention because the brain moves from being on autopilot to going into fight flight, or freeze. And when that happens, everything lights up. They pay much more attention to what's going on because they feel threatened. They pay attention, a lot of it, because you have rung the alarm bell. So if you want to um, get your partner to pay attention and you're having trouble uh, figuring out how to do that, you can pay attention to these three things. So the first thing is that if you are regularly coming to your partner with complaints or to-dos or what's wrong with the relationship, that's a very common way for our person to see you as threatening or um, to uh, turn off their listening. So one of the things that um, really happens is very common for busy couples, uh, couples with kids, and then generally couples that don't regularly make time for each other in a more relational way. And when was the last time that you actually looked into your partner's face for more than a minute to see if she heard that you wanted to go to dinner? So let's talk about the remedy. When you make regular time for each other in which you are uncompromising about spending time talking about something that's important to you or her, or when you do something together that's important to both of you, that is a regular connecting point. You're not just connecting about the things that are going wrong in the relationship. Additionally, you can use some very common tools that are available to ensure that you are heard and that you are hearing your partner. Using the Amagos couple dialogue, couples dialogue is a great way to get feedback with your partner to ensure that you have both been heard and understood in the head and the heart. So see the link below for the couples dialogue. The second thing that's really important is that you might consider an eye gazing exercise. So here's what that looks like. You spend five minutes, set a timer to actually look into your partner's eyes in silence. 
So let your nervous system settle. There's a lot of times um, some giggling or shifting around, but be patient. What does it feel like to just look or gaze into your partner's eyes and be quiet? That's going to allow your brain to shift into a much more warm, emotional, connected time. The second thing that you might consider is to express gratitude to your partner every day. We oftentimes have a long list of complaints for our partner, things that they haven't done. When we uh, share something important to our person, they oftentimes will just hear us as kind of chattering because we have come to them so often with not doing something that they have wanted, that we've wanted them to do. So when we can pay attention to offering gratitude, it allows our partner to begin to hear what we have to say. So a simple exercise of sharing via text, phone, or a love note can let our partner know that they are loved and appreciated even when we're agitated with one another. Gottman calls that making positive bids. The third thing that you might want to do is check in with your partner about their readiness to hear what we have to say. We oftentimes will be uh, agitated or bothered by something, and then we go to our partner right away, expecting that they're in the same frame of mind or headspace that we are, and that we have to say, hey, this is so important to me. And I always just am imagining that you're going to receive that in the same way. So be sure that your partner is ready by asking, hey, uh, is there a time when you might be open to me discussing something that's important? Are you open right now? Or maybe in an hour when you're done with work? Or maybe we could talk about it over dinner. So you've got to be specific and give your partner grace. What we have to say is important may need a little bit of time so that they can shift gears and give us the attention that we're after. Remember that conversation is an interactive. We can ask our partner what they understand about what we say and then ask what they are experiencing and thinking. And that creates a loop. Filtering it through their experience will oftentimes also ensure that they have actually heard us. When our partner isn't listening, we want to pay attention to how we can create the conditions for a conversation in which we are heard. And then we've got to be able to set limits so we don't overwhelm our partner. Ask for feedback and even come back for it later. Staying connected is not easy, but it is so important. And finding creative ways to be heard by our partner is even more important. Remember, it is your job to say what is important to you in a way that your partner can hear it. This is Marianne Marlowe of This Love Works. I'll see you soon.